get the keys ready to come in, you know, you come and use it. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little Bean instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what Spider Man number one looks like. I guarantee he blows the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're the Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is, in fact, our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. Stupid Windows update screwed up all my settings. I believe it. I believe it. Also on Skype, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor Young. Sometimes they call me Mr. Young. Sometimes I'm hungry for Chicago deep dish pizza. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, shout out to Jay. He's not going to be with us today. Uh, I, I, I don't. I couldn't tell you why, but we'll figure it out. Also, uh, I know why. Oh well, there you go. Mo knows why. The Moses knows why. Why Moses? I rather not say. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. We appreciate that contribution. <laughs> no, my my theory is that uh, <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't done his uh. UQ holder script monologue thing. Oh, well, dude, uh, that would be a silly reason not to be able to show. Not if he's really trying to, like, do it, do it, and he's like, he's punishing himself to, for not doing it or procrastinating, you know what I mean? Punishing us all. Well, yeah, but mainly himself, because it's sweet. like, you know, he doesn't want to come empty-handed. The, the, the dulcet tones of Jay. That's that, like, that lip quiver. Right. Who else can we ask questions to and get no response? I mean, I could, I could, I could give him a shot. Okay. We'll see. Like, here, ask me something. I'll, I'll do what Joe would do. Okay. So, what would you say is the best anime of 2018 so far, Jay? Actually, you know what? I haven't watched anything. Uh, see, I failed. <laughs> you failed the second you started talking. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to at least let me say Jay like two more times. Like, Jay, are you there? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to make like sounds on your cell phone or something like he's playing a game. <laughs> no, I was going to fail. There you go. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> what? I... Huh? <laughs> exactly right. Like Joe doesn't, you know, it's funny though, because Joe doesn't say, huh? No, he's always says, excuse me. You know, like he's always like polite. I think it's probably from his years in the service. But when he's on the show, he's like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. he does say, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. Welcome to Fantastic Four. Uh, we got a great we got a great show for you today uh, because it's it's Amber's birthday show. Yay! There's a small section of well, maybe a large section of our audience that's like, who's Amber? Don't worry about it. It's her birthday show. Just know that. And then it's Oz's post-birthday show. Yay, Oz. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Oz is like, yay, senility. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're going to talk to you about a number of different things r- related relating to uh, Oz. And yeah, so you got that coming. Now, of course, whatever else you all want to talk about. <laughs> so, um, but before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love so much, which are comic books. Also, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's and the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Yeah, tell them what you want. You can talk to Sam. She's there. You can tell her what you want. She'll like put it on a list, and they'll ship it to you. So that'll be fun. Anyway, uh, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we got a few different ways to do it. Uh, you can go ahead and hit us on Skype. It's the free internet soft phone. You can just download it, put us into your contacts, hit the green button, and right now you would be the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, or you can jump on Discord. And, uh, man, you know what? I was supposed to have a link for that. That's my bad. I didn't do that. I got to figure out how it is that we can direct people to Discord. We should probably put uh, a Discord link on our show descriptions. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so we'll do that. Look for the Discord link on our show descriptions. Thanks, Oz. And so uh, you can jump into Discord and ask us stuff that way as well. So, you know, feel free. Participate. Do your thing. I'm looking into Discord right now, and Tiger Claw says, Sup, Mary Young, I'll be drunk, Moses Magnum, and Joe. Have you seen the trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Bumblebee? And then he's saying something else. He's typing. He's typing. What will it be? What will it be? He's going to be like, saying. Oh, he's probably going to say, I bet Moses is angry about Spider-Gwen having ballet shoes. You you paid attention oh. to what shoes she's wearing? I mean, that's what pissed me off when I saw the trailer. I just saw her show <laughs> up and say, oh, I'm Gwen. And that, like, oh, look, Spider-Gwen. All right. No, but she was wearing ballet shoes. Who the fuck is looking at shoes? I am. Oh, because oh. you can't see their hair? Well, that, and also, it's like, I, the the Spider-Gwen design is probably one of the most innovative modern superhero designs 
even though it is derivative of Spider-Man, it is a original, unique take, uh, courtesy of Robbie Rodriguez, and I it, it really I really love that design, and they changed it for that movie by putting ballet shoes. Now, her design usually has ballet flats, so I think when you know when they were researching and everything, they decided oh somebody miss pronounced ballet flats and gave her ballet shoes actual ballet shoes with the ribbons around the ankles wait she had ribbons on her ankles in that trailer yeah hmm i'm gonna watch it right now you guys talk i mean you look you're telling me that you guys just sit and just watch something? It's like, okay, we're probably going to talk about this on the show. Like, you didn't piece by piece, like, look at the frame and everything? You're hilarious. Like, every shitty listicle site does that. Well, it's, it's kind of dark for that. my taste. Like, we should be, like, looking at well, every frame. But I guess that's the reason why I don't I don't look at it, like, the shoes that hard. Cause I, you got to look at everything. No, but I, I I looked at it and I have my my. No, crit- you didn't look at it; you saw it. I have my critiques, but the ballet shoes, like I I don't even I didn't even notice them. Like, and I know that Spider Gwen had like her shoes are distinct. Yeah, because they're the only thing a different like color, out of the color scheme. Right. Oh yeah, they are ballet shoes. Yeah. Look, <laughs> well, you think you think I made it up? I think he made it up. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They're not even good, they're they're good ballet shoes because they're pointy. Right. And the other ones are just ballet flats, which usually have a round toe. And maybe a cute little button on the by the pinky toe. Now, if I'd asked you before the show started, Oz, how much Moses knows about ballet shoes, what would you have said? Mo? Oh, he's yeah. he's a renaissance man. I'm pretty sure <laughs> he's seen a ballet. I, like I'm sitting here astounded by how much Moses knows about ballet shoes right here. I, I think I Little see f- why they did it because when she when she comes into the trailer, she lands on her toes. So I'm guessing they thought, well, ballet shoes are made for that. Well, no, and that's the thing. They did that because she had ballet shoes. I think somebody when they decided, well, what's Spider Gwen look like for artists? Oh, okay, some oh, probably eat her some like product. A- uh, Some think? production assistant probably, hey, she got like ballet shoes or something. I know because that that used to happen a lot at uh, at, at Digital Domain, where an unnamed friend of mine worked there at the time. So they they would like, you know, they would like they didn't have. The, they paid these artists an insane amount of money to like draw shit on a computer. They give them everything was on the budget. Like, I'm talking about like hookers and coke and shit. And they had a full stock bar. They had food like constant, like gourmet, like Chinese food or whatever from like these high end restaurants coming in and out. Like at lunchtime, they clean it out and then for dinner break. Sometimes they were working 24 hours a day, you know. So and then eventually, like the dude's just drawing, and he just asks somebody that happens to be giving him a drink. Do you know a spider? You know, in this case. I'll use Spider Gwen. Like, you know what Spider Gwen looks like? I have this picture, but do you think these are ballet shoes or are they just like weird shoes? Superhero, like, you know, because every superhero essentially just wears socks. You know what I mean? 
And so he probably said that, and she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, they look like ballet shoes. And then they just, they're like, you know what? I'm going to put a little spin on this, make make sure they look like ballet shoes. And then when they animated, they're like, oh, well, she's got ballet shoes. Might as well make her, you know, if you read Spider-Gwen, she doesn't do ballet. Like, she's a fucking punk rocker. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely so a punk rocker. She's not your ballet person. But it's just into the Spider-Verse, so now we have two Spider-Gwens. Well, I'll tell you what. It's like there's a lot of just little things that I'm not exactly sure. Like Miles' dad being a cop? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that threw me off. Like, I didn't want to bitch about it because that's stupid. No, but, but it's not stupid, though. As, because, a, as opposed to ballet shoes? Well, look, I'm not saying the ballet shoes are stupid. I'm just saying I didn't notice. But I will say that the ballet shoes does don't fundamentally change the concept of the character. It does if she and, ballet dances. Huh? Like if it does if she starts ballet dancing. Well, no, that and and that's the thing where it's like, if she ballet dances and that's why they gave her ballet shoes, then that's a whole different thing. It but, is, you know, it is a kind of you know, she's, well, all the spider people for the most part are very acrobatic, and if she had you know a background in ballet, like. For the dummies watching a movie that don't understand spider agility, that would make sense to them that okay, that's why she could do all these things is because she has a background in battle in ballet. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that would be sad. But at the same time, you're also it's also the same studio that that greenlit a movie that says symbiote. Right. That's true. That's true. Like I, you know, I don't know. But Miles's dad, huh? Miles's dad, like that, weirded me out. Like it was literally like a weird moment where it's like I'm uncomfortable with his dad being a cop. Why are you uncomfortable with his dad being a uh, police officer? Well, you know, I listen to some Public Enemy and some NWA occasionally. <laughs> And then um, also, it was Spider Gwen's thing that the dad was a cop, right? So then it's like they're kind of—I don't know—like they're taking that. So it's like now this Spider Gwen, because it is a Spider Verse, isn't the one I love, you know? <laughs> but they're probably gonna make it so that the dad works at the precinct that her dad does. That wasn't. Uh, well, no, no, no. I, this this actual Spider Gwen. I think she comes from another dimension to here. Oh, you think so? So yeah. like, like a Spider-Verse type thing. And I think I think that Peter Parker is an, they like they it's they wouldn't call it Spider-Verse for no reason. So it is going to have I think the only Spider-Man in this universe is Miles. And Spider-Man either so- came from came from another dimension and did it here and that's why he's all like weird and and, and old uh-huh. and and borderline drunk. See, looking. now, now I already was like, had some issues with the portrayal of Peter Parker, Parker and they had, a, you know, making him like dopey. And I don't, you know, I, I didn't like that. Yeah. But if they make it so that it's like, okay, he's like the main Spider-Man and he comes into Miles universe who has spider type powers, but has never known a spider-man and you have that spider-man t- 
teaching him how to be Spider-Man, period, that's even worse than what I thought it was going to be. Like, I don't... Well, I think this guy came, he got lost or knocked over and then came here and then did what he does. Was like, okay, I'm going to be Spider-Man. You know, I'm going to save people. And then, you know... Spider-Man that got knocked... Displaced, yeah. I think that's what it feels like to me. No, you know what? That makes sense based on what the the dad was saying. And the, but then shouldn't he be trying to get back home? Maybe he he got he he's lost. Like or you know maybe look if Sony had some fucking balls and said you know what Mo, you you're uh you've been we've been doing you wrong. There's a <laughs> there's whole there's two whole movies you haven't seen because we fucked up. There's a third one coming out later this year. That you're not gonna see. Let 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 us do it. This dude was a displaced one from when all the other Spider Verse universe got destroyed. Are in you the sh- comics? Are you sure the dad's not supposed to be in the in the police department? Is Say that, what? Are you sure the dad's not supposed to be a police officer? No, the dad was a undercover Shield agent. Right, but he was also NYPD, according to the Marvel Wiki. Mm. They were, I mean, look maybe maybe before before we even see him in the comics he was a, a NYPD and it's a thing that they they gloss over but he's an undercover shield agent when we meet him yeah you know like and, you don't you don't become shield by like just applying online you know and, and they he, pick you from wherever you're at and like he like his he kind of had like a a sketchy kind of past Right, because of his brother. Right. But it turned out it was all kind of like a cover. But that all kind of informed the character himself. So it's like, yeah, I don't I don't even remember them even mentioning anything about him being a police officer in the comics. Like, and, you know, you know how Marvel every now and then will mess around and friggin to an unofficial retcon yeah like retcon some stuff to just to line up with the media so i don't know if that's what they're doing here but i i don't remember that at all they probably didn't even put in the comics and just put it on their marvel wiki because they know that's where (laughs) anybody who makes content online looks there because i'm just like it's like you know i mean by no means was i expecting a movie where we see Peter Parker die and Miles Morales picking up that mantle. Right. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that at all, but I was kind of thinking that we might have like a movie where Miles Morales is already doing the Spider-Man thing, even if he might be new, you know? Right. And, And just kind of inspired by Peter Parker, like how he was in the comic books. But I don't know. I'm not, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's a little weird. Um, the animation, like, I feel, you know, I feel like the itch from E3 already because I was looking at this trailer. I'm like, I feel like there's frame rate issues. Oh, dude, it, it totally looks like it's missing frames. <laughs> right. So it's like that. It, it was weird. I don't know. I hope the movie's not like that. I don't know, but because uh, it looked choppy, it looked like you know, it looked like, um, like watching The Hobbit in that 4K thing. Yeah, it, it had- looked like that, and 
I don't like it. I will say the thing that I did right, like. Real though, quick, real quick in chat, Miles says. I mean, Derek says, Miles is crazy, and Peter Parker is a figment of his imagination. <laughs> I I, I would hate not. it if he's wrong. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like that at this point might be more interesting. I like the dude that did the voice. Of who? Of that for that like goofy like older Peter Parker, because he's got like gray hair, you know. So he's he's, he's a little weathered. But the the dude that does the voice is um. He's the guy from the show The New Girl. And and Let's Be Cops. He's in that movie Let's Be Cops, and he's in that movie Tag. Oh, Jake Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, he's got an interesting voice, period. And then him for Peter Parker, like, I would have never, like, picked it. But the way that it worked in the in this trailer, I kind of liked it. And because he is a dude in, like, he's that dude in everything he's in where he's, like, He's when he's insecure or discomfort, he feels some discomfort or afraid, like he uses humor to shield it. Like that just comes naturally to him. So that voice kind of works for that Peter Parker. I don't know. I like I noticed the voice. I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't it, I didn't quite like either, but maybe that was just because maybe it wasn't the voice itself I wasn't liking. It was maybe just the characterization. Like, cause I don't have any issue with the Peter Parker not be or not being like how Peter Parker is today in the comics. Like right. that's, I don't know. Like I, I like this is almost like a lovable loser Peter Parker, and I'm not sure that that's a character. Like I don't think we've ever seen that before. Like you definitely have. You're down on your luck, Peter Parker, and you definitely have, like, a Peter Parker that, you know, I mean, maybe. Right. The Parker con- luck. Right, right. But I he's mean, never, like, weathered or. Loser, but this guy's a, a loser in the costume. Right. And I'm just like, that's not Spider-Man. Uh, I mean. You know, it's all. Spider- like- Spider-Verse has all type of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Claw asks, "You think the Prowler will show up into the Spider Verse since he's related to Miles? He's actually in the trailer." Oh yeah, he is in the trailer. So I, I don't know. Like Tiger Claw sent us the link. He probably hadn't watched it. He's well, waiting for our. He doesn't. He doesn't know what the comic book Prowler looks like. Oh, that's true. He was expecting Childish Gambino. Right, exactly. Exactly. That's that's all it is. Like he he didn't realize that that was the Prowler. <laughs> so yeah, he was expecting Childish Gambino. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I mean, I didn't see enough that I would not watch it, but I definitely saw enough that I would. I'm gonna like I'll I'll be a bit skeptical. Like I'm not necessarily walking into it walking into it expecting to enjoy it which kind of sucks uh even though like what i was gonna say before is i like what they did with like the little comic book uh like additions to that yeah that was really cool it was kind of like the batman 66 but not not like campy right right like that's pretty cool and if that happens throughout 
I think that that will that aesthetic will be a cool thing and something that I would enjoy. But you know, ultimately, of course, the it's going to hinge on its story, and you know, hopefully, like you know, maybe this is that's just for the trailer or whatever. But you're right, like that animation, it feels it feels choppy, which is Ty- weird. Tiger Claw in chat in Discord chat says, "Lord and Miller are the producers of Into the Spider Verse, so it could be good, so good." that Lucasfilm fired them for being too good for Star Wars. And uh, I'm fully convinced that Tiger Claw doesn't know who Lord and Mi- how Lord and Miller look. Okay. <laughs> I know... Uh, well, actually, I should say, is there is, is there anything else you all want to add about Into the Spider-Verse? Um... I, you know, I, I was a little peeved that I finally get a Spider-Man in his 30s and he's not, like, a tech mogul. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been wanting that since... I mean, really, since Dan Slott did it, but, you know, Spider-Man in his 30s was cool because that's, like, late 90s, 2000s, you know? Like, I want him trying to pay the bills and shit, right. you know? Like, the movies don't do any of that. And, you know, granted, like, the movies need to, like, stimulate you in a way that you're, you feel time fly in 20 minutes, in uh, two hours, rather, as opposed to the comics, where it's like you can do 20 minutes of, like, just character stuff, you know? Right. But I do want to see, like, honestly, I guess what I really want is. A thirty-something Spider-Man TV show, our drama, That'd be cool. humorous moments. Yeah, because that's the only way that I'll get what I want. And then they could do, you know, I, I just want Peter Parker trying to pay the bills and, and hitting the big time. And then we could cut out the whole Chinese stuff. I'm okay <laughs> without that. <laughs> Look, that's how the movie gets made. <laughs> you got to keep the Chinese the Chinese stuff. No, but the TV show. Oh, the Chinese TV show? No, no, no. You cut out the Chinese stuff, you can do the TV show. Oh, I guess. Yeah, and now, uh, you know, a 45-minute with commercials, uh, dramedy, about a 30-something... You know, nowadays you can't get it made, though. A uh, hard-working white male. Uh, <laughs> people get mad. I don't think so. Not for Spider-Man. It feels like Sp- Spider-Man's immune to that. I don't like, know, man. You know what? What you could, what might be cool, would be if they did a trilogy that was akin to like a, an adaptation of the Superior Spider-Man arc. Yeah. Like, how cool would that be? Like, imagine if you had. Well, and that's a, okay. So you know, Spider-Man eight hundred came out. Yeah. It's it's the closing. Of an era, it's the longest run by a single writer on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's affected other aspects of the Marvel universe. It, it it's it basically it could have been a company that just did one comic for its lifespan of like five or six years, and it's the best it's ever been. 
and they don't use any of that to make the movies or anything. Like, you know, the Spider-Verse, they use that, but they don't use, like, like you know, I want to see the, the fucking spider vampires. The Like, you're talking about the... Um... The the dudes that, that eat the spider energy from them. Oh, you know? got you. Yeah, yeah. You know? I want to see Spider Island. You know, like... Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, uh, any any of Dan Slott's ideas would be interesting to see. And imagine, imagine just one movie from the one issue, No One Dies Ever. Oh, dude. That would be amazing. It would be like, like fucking, like Dog Day Afternoon with superheroes, you know? Like, yeah. it'd be one of those classic movies that you even, you know, it wouldn't get the respect it deserves because it's superhero genre. But if you just break it down, it'd be like a film school classic. But you know what it is, though? It, it, the problem is that, you know, Spider-Man kind of suffers from the same thing Superman suffers from in the sense that, you know, Red every, and blue? Huh? Red and blue, like, color scheme? No, no. Like, everybody thinks they know those characters. And, yeah. And it's like, you know. Well, everybody thinks they know the characters and they think that everybody knows the characters. And more importantly, they think everybody's bored with the characters. So they try to add new shit that is their own shit, and really, their own shit is shit, and just give me the shit I like. Right, right. No, I, I agree. Like, you know, everybody's See, that trying to add a little something. They're like, you know, like, this is what will make it good, and it's like, you're not making it good. Like, it's good already. Like, like I saw Doomsday on Krypton side-by-side side with Doomsday on BVS. And it's like, man, it's just like they just kept it. The design, they just kept it to what we know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's essentially the same scene, but it just looks so terrible in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> it's like they move, had to though. make it look because they decided to use Zod as a template. Like they have to make him look like Zod. Yeah. And it, it he looks he looks worse than that abomination in The Incredible Hulk. I like that abomination. Yeah, but it's not the abomination. No, like for abomination, it, it, it is an abomination. <laughs> like he needed those ears. Yeah, yeah. Like they got an actor that had big ears to play him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But in chat, Tiger Claw says, uh, "Moses Magnum, what do you want? A Peter Parker TV series done in the style of Riverdale?" And I, I'm fully convinced Tiger Claw has never seen Riverdale. Because if that's what he what he got from what I said, no, it's not. That's, that's he wants Spider Man in the style of the Flash TV show, right? Which is that's what the Flash was. Yeah. Until they fucked up. Are you are you not liking Flash anymore? Oh, I stopped watching once the uh, once the uh, Elongated Man came out. Oh yeah, I do remember you saying that. You should watch it again. Nah, I mean I probably will, but. Eh, I'm like I, I'm not, I'm not excited to. Yeah. Like everything they did in in Flash was Spider-Man derived, including Savitar. Yeah. So it's you, like nah. You, you could. I think if you kept watching, you'd like it. Does he come back out? Like, is he a big part of the show? Elongated man. Yeah. Yeah. You should watch it. 
yeah. he goes away for a good chunk. If I say any more, it's too spoilery for people that haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, spoil it. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, I've been thinking. Technically, he gets killed by the thinker and then brought back. But he's dead for like, I, what, almost ten episodes. And well, at least they didn't have the the audacity to turn him into an egg. I wish they turned him into an egg, just just to hear you sit talk shit about it. Or better yet, toss him back in time and break him into pieces <laughs> for three thousand years. Yeah, nah, uh, I don't know. I hate the guy that plays him. I hate his seed. I hate his parents. Why do you hate him? Besides the like, if he wasn't playing the long eight man, would you still hate him? He's kind of a douchey looking dude. He's he was in another. He was like in a zombie TV show where he played a robot and he looked like a douche. A zombie TV show where he played a robot. What is this awesomeness? It's on uh, CWC. It's a guy that he died like the uh, zombie apocalypse comes and he's a uh, he's the last man on earth, but he's a virgin and he's, he's trying to save girls because he wants to get laid, and he has a robot protecting him. This is awesome. But, but then they just end up falling for the robot because it's that guy, and he, he's like, he looks, you know, he looks a little more fit, and the other guy's so dumpy looking. They don't understand the robot's not a person. He's like an android, so he's got all the working parts. But then it, every time a chick tries to bang the dude, like, because eventually there's chicks that want to bang him, like they end up dying from like robot malfunction or like. A zombie like crashing through the walls. Like the zombie ate the girl like mid coitus once. What is it called? I forget. It was stupid, oh, dude. How do you forget the name of a show like this? I only saw the commercials. Like I never watched the show. Trust me, I'm looking for it right now. It's just get the CWC app. Like it's on there. No, I don't need another app on my phone. I, I got everything yeah, yeah, just even. Limited space. No, I don't want to add another page. Just make folders. No, that, they, they look stupid. Miss twenty fifty nine. Look, he's he's only got three credits. Uh, Caper, which looks like a comic book. Mm -hmm. Glory days, which I see two dudes carrying a roasted pig. And Miss 2059, which looks like it might have robots and zombies. Uh, I don't think that was the name of it. But... How be... do you have unlimited space on your phone, Oz? Like on your... It, it's a limited space on, on the screen, like the home screen. Oh. oh. Okay. I was about to say, I'm like, what kind of... Technology is Oz using. No, but all the apps are all they are are just they're all cloud based. So all your apps are just icons. Like that's the oh, no, that's and then not. like your save data. Well, the save data is important. Not on a video streaming app. Eh. Like maybe on a game, but even then, if you have iPhone, like you have cloud storage for everything. Saving the human race. Yeah, that might be it. Man, yeah, saving like, the human race. That's they it. were like 
out of ideas for titles, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Saving the human race, like really? Like, like the, the robot the robot is meant to protect him so that he can procreate. But the guy's no good with chicks. And then and then he's got bad luck too, so they end up getting killed like while he's trying to court them. Because they actually want to be courted too. It's not like man because they literally like in the commercial they're like I gotta breed with you, <laughs> like that's a shitty human race. Messed up. Nice. They're like six minute episodes, right? I don't know. I never seen it, but they could be. CWC does weird things like that where like they have a sitcom and it's like twelve minutes. You know, um, what is it? The the animated the the Ray one, the prequel to the Earth X one. Uh huh. They're all like five minutes. Mm. See, because it says runtime is six minutes, but then there's mm-hmm. six episodes, so I don't know if it's six one minute episodes or each episode nah. is six minutes. No, nah, it's six minutes each episode. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look that up. But yeah, into the Spider Verse. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, look, I, I'm I'm going easy on it because. It has Spider Verse in the title. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you know, like, get out of like, your free card. You know, if you do want to see something influenced by Dan Slott, it's uh, the Disney XD Spider Man cartoon. That it, I guess it's kind of like the one that coincides like Homecoming. Yeah. It's not directly tied in, but it's influenced by that. Like, so, you know, they don't make comics that. If you go to a movie, you can pick up a comic book that that gives you what you see in the movies. But they do make cartoons, I guess. So that's the one for if you like Spider-Man Homecoming, you watch that. And it's actually better. I liked it better than Spider-Man Homecoming when I watched it. And Dan Slott is the consulting executive producer on it. And they use like a lot of his influences only with a kid. So they change stuff like was it um horizon labs is like the big tech company but they have their own school right that peter goes to this uh this other show is in capers this looks kind of interesting it's about him and and it's a group of crime fighters that they're broke because you don't get paid for being superheroes and they see villains getting all rich so they decide to pull off a, a victimless heist to get some money Is that the end? Well, I don't want to read the whole paragraph that <laughs> <laughs> that the that the summary is. I'm just kind of okay. summarizing the summary, but it it's an interesting concept. I like the idea of broke superheroes trying to go villain for money, but trying to not hurt people. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I I feel like they're 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 just villains at that point, right? There's easy. There's more altruistic ways to make money. Right. They're pulling off a victimless heist. I don't. I don't know I, what that means. That's what it says on on the on the sheet here. Look, I guess we have to watch it. Sounds like they're stealing to me. Why don't they just go get a job, hippies? Can I be the Punisher of that series? <laughs> just kill them all. <laughs> kill them all. I think it's still ongoing. It says 2014 to, and then just nothing. I, I gotta check this show out. 
Did you guys watch this Bumblebee trailer? I did. Oh, it was the greatest thing I ever fucking saw. I'm 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 really I'm really mad at it. <laughs> really? <laughs> but it's the bug you wanted. No, I I know. But I, it's too late, right? Like, it's I, the exact look, same bug that pissed you off in the first well, movie because they didn't use it. Well, but no, I mean, it the tra- he transformed, and I'm like outside of his like the weird face because that's what the face they decided to go with. Yeah. In the movie, it looks really good. Yeah. And the face is terrible. I'm like, why, what the, why can't they change the face? Uh, and I'm like, screw, well, it doesn't matter that if they change the face or not. I would be, honestly, I'd be even more mad if they changed the face. Because <laughs> I would just like, be like, how dare you all decide to try to like? Because here's the thing: it's still supposed to be a prequel to like the the terrible stuff. So like, why would they? Why would they look better? Then they in, before everything, then after. It doesn't make like, and then they had the audacity to put a little clip of Starscream, and I was like, "Damn, that Starscream looks like it might be good." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, the movie what? itself actually looks." No, like, I'm not going that far because it's I, a weird. It looks like the story's gonna be weird. Yeah, but it looks like she's gonna fall in love with the robot. Which, that's look. That's only your preconceived notion because it's a female character. Yeah, plus she's an so. underage female character, so I right. doubt they're gonna go but that, that route. That's not, but see, that's not strange for Michael Bay performers. No, I mean, look. There's an episode of Transformers, the the '86 cartoon, where a woman falls in love with Power Glide. Like that. That's literally an episode of the original Transformers. But that happened in the '80s, where you know that could happen. Now it's just like, why? Why are people falling in love with? Well, here's the thing: you can fall in love with a robot if it acts like a person, but you can't fall in love with a robot that turns into a car and like it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't even talk, right? I mean. There, there's been documentaries about people that fall in love with like bridges and shit. Uh, hey, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm Maybe saying, this movie's about that. That's nah, man, nah. <laughs> nah. I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I got a little bit hype when I saw that star screen. Dude, it looks good. I like, can't... why couldn't they do that from the start? If, if like, even have... that bumblebee. Like, if they would have had this bumblebee in the original movie, like. It would have been a different like. I might have liked it a little, a little more. I still would have disliked it, but at least I would have found it more tolerable. But you know, anyway, caller, you're the fourth member of Fantastic. Tell people who you are, where you're calling from, and what we trade. Uh, my name is uh, Derek H, calling from uh, Glendale, California. For the one day. And I was a. Uh, I also saw the Bumblebee trailer, and I thought, did you notice that the, the last Bumblebee shot that he looked like Hound? That he had a whole different grill. He did. I, I, I like in his like midsection, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. I did notice that. And then they did the crappy thing where he has that like helmet from the new series. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him like the the battle, the yeah. battle thing. Which yeah, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent against that as a whole. You know, well, you I like that series, right? 
Uh, which is the the last one? Yeah. It's okay. Like the one where they're like, you you talk about the cartoon where they're uh, they get stuck on Earth and they're like hunting down. That one? I mean, I didn't see it. I just remember you seeing the designs and you were like kind of okay with it, but it's still kind of like yeah, the the last couple, you know, like it's it's weird. It's weird. Like uh, like I like at, at this point, I can pretty much find something wrong with almost any Transformer design. It's not like made by IDW. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh I I don't know. Like I don't know like it made it, it made me feel worse that there were things I liked about it, and especially because like it would have been one thing I think if it was just like all good. Well, no, even if it was all good, it still wouldn't matter because it's a prequel to the Michael Bay stuff. That's right. That's the problem. Yeah, if, couldn't, if it was like a clean reboot, I might. And that's I, what I was trying to tell Oz in our pre-production text meeting. <laughs> Yeah, and but he just said, "If so, fat so." That sounds like something Oz would say. That's a legal yeah. term. Yeah, no, we we know what it is. It's just not. It doesn't make sense in the context. No. <laughs> yeah, I just you know it. It can't. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a clean reboot, it'd be one thing that maybe you could give it more more of a chance. But then still. It still looks like, I mean, and who knows, maybe you're right, Mo, maybe I am being biased because the lead is female, but it sure looks like she's going to fall in love with Bumblebee to me. But hey, I, man. Surprise like, me. You're, being, you're being gender normative. That's it. But I'm saying she's, like, looking into his eyes and, like, touching his face and stuff. Hey. Like, she has to, she dies at the end of this movie, right? She has to. Because otherwise, otherwise, how does she give up? This right. amazing car that that she loves, she's in love now, for it to be found in the Michael Bay movie in the first one. In the fucking in the fucking like used car lot, like literally, like they just like you know what, just take it because we're not gonna need it. Yeah, obviously it, she didn't trade us, it in. It gives us too many like hard memories about our deceased daughter, and it's like, and you know that's another thing. I well, I I guess I kind of agree with. I was gonna act angry about it, but it's like a B a VW for a girl like makes sense. Like now I'm on board with the Camaro change. Wait well, it could be a thing where like where where she's go- where the last scene, uh, she's driving off in Bumblebee, and then he transforms while she's still in the car and just like splatters her everywhere. He's like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> I've been I've been wanting that since the announcement, since I saw the first like Optimus Prime design. Hey, what do you mean a a? a- Bug makes sense for a girl. Like who's who's being gender normative now? What are you trying to say? No, nah, I mean I'm trying to speak your language, man. No, nah, I'm trying to speak my language. I'm, I'm... It's like you know the Jetta, the Jetta. Like I mean the bug, the bug. I, you know my brother drove a, a bug. I liked it. I drove it a couple you know, a couple times. But like if they're gonna put the female lead, like the Jetta, like use the Jetta. That's that's the like college girl car, right? I don't like, with yeah, some but... some. Stuffed animals in the back dash. <laughs> yeah, but she's not even college. She's like high school. Yeah, well, you know. Is yeah, she in high school? Looks like it. Looks like that's her I... first car. She's probably 16 or 17, like just got her license. That's the impression I, know, I like, got. When they released the, the new bugs, 
it was a lot of females driving it. And they would even make like attachments for the headlights that looked like eyelashes. And I'm not going to lie, I thought they were cute, but I wouldn't put it on my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, why not get the girl the Camaro too? So, when is this supposed to take place again? 1987. God damn. And yeah, it, uh, the synopsis says teenage girl. I mean, that could be 19. Yeah, it could totally be 19. Yeah. I mean, the Benz who wrote it, like, Michael Bay, Larry Flint, like, they would make her 19. Written by Christian Hodson. I don't know who that is. But it is produced by Michael Bay. Yeah, I just, you know, it's just it's just wild that they decide finally to, like, go back to the roots of the property, like, now, all of a sudden, after all these terrible movies. Yeah, Tiger Claw says, uh, Mayor Young, Hasbro plans to reboot the Transformers franchise. They could use Bumblebee as a template for the reboot. To which I say, shut up, Tiger Claw. Hasbro's been rebooting the the Transformers franchise since like, the original movie. They definitely did. Yeah, they like they just changed shit in the past. Hasbro yeah. is there to sell toys. That's all they care about. Yeah. Camera economy. They want to get that new line out. Yeah, it's probably it's the only bad. reason they, they changed the design was so they could make a new Bumblebee toy. Mm-hmm. They were better off. Uh, they were just better at it in the 80s. No, I don't even think they were better at it because. I'm telling you, man, like, if you watch old Transformers episodes, you'd be surprised of all the random crazy things that happen. No, but the toys, like, the sh- the, the the designs, you know? They didn't look like fucking Bionicles. Well, they I mean, didn't do the design. Takara did design over in Japan. Yeah, and you can't, you can't blame the toy makers for the designs the movie people choose, like... Those the movie people are gonna hire their own people to design stuff, and then unfortunately the toys have to look like what the movie looks like. Mm. like it would be nice if you know whoever had the rights was like, "Hey, it's, let's it, elaborate on this." But. It sounds like Larry has the inside inside uh, information that Michael Bay is gonna be working for Marvel. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> look, you're yeah. all def- defending him now. Oh no, 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 I'm not. Who? I'm not defending Michael Bay. I'm defending the toy company. Like, like, if if Takara and or Hasbro was designing Transformers for a modern age, I don't think they ever would have designed what ended up being in that first Transformers movie. Not only is it not consistent, it's not on brand, but it's harder to make toys out of. Like, that's why when you look at the, like, the toys look better than the actual designs of the the stuff on the screen because the toys have to be practical. You know, the friggin' stuff that they're making on that movie, that doesn't have to work. It just has to look how they want it to look. And that's why it sucks. At least to me. Everybody else liked it, apparently. But the there's a you saw that that documentary on, on Netflix, right? I haven't seen it yet. The, the what? Toy. I know. I I hear how good it is. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my. Okay. Never mind then. I'm just. I'm shocked from you about you uh, 
Lawrence, first I uh, didn't see Solo. Now you yeah. didn't see the toys that made us. No, dude. Try- he still hasn't seen Solo. I, I haven't. I'm let. I know I'm- you haven't, because I know if you would have, you would have texted us. I probably would have. But you yeah. you would have texted us like right at like two minutes before the credits. Oh, I might I might end up having to rethink how I put you down as a reference there, Lawrence. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. It's like, I, I unfortunately, work's been, like, after coming back from vacation, I've had a lot of work. I had my team meeting yesterday. This is the first time I've gotten a chance to breathe since I've gotten off of vacation. So hopefully I'll get to go see Solo sometime in the next couple days. But, you know, but we'll see. And, yeah, the, the, the toys that made us, I, I've, Heard a lot of good things about it, and I, there's what four or six episodes. I think six. Six. I, I've heard they're all really good, and they're all like I like. I, I mean, I just like documentaries in general. I love toys in general, so putting those two things together, I know that I'm really gonna love it. So it's it's unfortunate that I haven't gotten a chance to see it yet, but I will soon. But yeah, man. But no, I don't. I don't defend Michael Bay when it comes to Transformers. I would defend him if it was like about Armageddon. I like. Notice, <laughs> notice that Spielberg's name isn't on the movies anymore either. Oh yeah, no, no. Trust me, I, I think he he stopped after the first one, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Just putting his name on it, I'm sure he's probably getting that money still. And hey, I'm not mad at him. If if I could get money from it, I would. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, and I would, I would definitely ask for my name not to be on it. I remember when Larry, you probably don't even remember this, but when they introduced us to one of the guys that produced that movie, the first Transformers movie. No, you don't remember. No, when did that happen? Oh, <laughs> it was at one of the conventions here in LA. Oh, I probably blocked it out my mind. And, uh, I don't even remember the guy, but he came and hung out with us. We we had drinks and everything. And then oh. when he leaves, he's like. Oh, he's the guy that tra- that produced Transformers. He goes, and you're like the TV show, the cartoon, and he's like, no, no, no the movie. And you're like, oh, oh, see, that's why I don't remember because because you went into a, a if, blackout blind rage. If I had known he had done that beforehand, it would have been a whole different experience. I'm like, how did how did we that guy? And I didn't have a conversation with him. We that did. was probably been, somewhat awkward. We would have been bailing you and Jim Lee out. Although you could have interviewed Jim Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, just so funny because he was still like with an earshot. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It's such, they're bad movies. He's like the half financier, too. So it's like if you had just met him in time, you could have like. <laughs> influence them somehow i doubt it man i like i wish i was that good but cats cats don't like look the ideas that i have for what a transformers movie should be like is the type of thing you do like three three uh uh like cycles into like the franchise like you know it's like you make the Michael Bay thing first, and then you wear it out, and then you do something else, and then maybe someone lets 
an idea like the ideas I have that's more like closer to what the the cartoon was doing. Maybe then they try it because they're like, okay, well, the movie versions. Now let's see if we can satiate these fans a little back up with the core. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like they'll they'll expect it to perform. less than the last two times but it'll still be more than what the last movie made and I'm okay with that (laughs) it's like you know it's like I would make a movie for Transformers fans and if you're a fan of like uh, if you're a fan of like that original series you'll like this and if you're not maybe you will maybe you won't and that's okay nobody was complaining about uh, the last Transformers movie how it underperformed like they're complaining about Solo that's true, but but you know what though? I mean, like ha- people half expected that Transformers movie to not be good. Exactly, and that's the whole thing. It's it's all about expectations. Like Solo, like Star Wars is. But Solo uh, was actually good. I I believe it. Like you know, I, otherwise you would rush to the theater. No, I dude, I literally didn't have the time to do it. So it's like no, yeah. I, there's nothing that I've seen like. Everything I've seen from Solo, like despite all the bad press it was getting in regards to the production of it and it being in shambles and we hadn't seen anything from it until so much later. It's like once they started showing us stuff, I was like, man, that looks good. Like I was pleasantly surprised because I was expecting to see something and just be like, oh, this looks like it's going to be horrible. Like it's the like, first. When you watch Solo, you're, maybe you'll feel what I feel where it's like Disney – Disney's biggest mistake was trying to advance like episode seven, eight, nine. Don't don't all the other Star Wars movies make like a billion dollars? Yeah. yeah. The the highest grossing Transformer movies was still less than five hundred million. Is that true? Over its whole lifetime? Yeah. The highest grossing is Revenge of the Fallen at four hundred and ninety three. And then the last one that came out last night was 133. So wait, it's, wait. it's a flop as far as Transformers. It came out last night? What came out last no, night? No, the last movie that came out called The Last... Oh, oh, oh I the last... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, what movie came out last night? It was, t- it was Tuesday, right? Like, <laughs> like They're way ahead of their July 4th schedule. Transformers the movie only made $14 million. Well... Come on now. Yeah, that was like fourteen million in nineteen eighty three. It was eighty seven, I think. Eighty seven. That's still a lot. Yeah. No, I mean it's definitely more. Even though I don't know, is that fourteen million at that box office, or is that adjusted for? That's adjusted. These are all adjusted numbers. Oh, okay. The the but... unadjusted is five point eight million. Yeah, it's like it was friggin' a cartoon movie. You know, and yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like, like it literally was just made for the kids watching it. Yeah. TV show, and it was made specifically to end the first line of Transformers and introduce the next line of Transformers. Like, that's giant commercial. <laughs> so. Oh, you know what? Those were domestic numbers. Worldwide, last night made 605. Okay. But back then, China. China wasn't even watching movies. No, that was 2017 was last night. 
No, last night was Shut 2018. No, nah, that wasn't this year. No, he's saying last night as in yesterday. Oh, boo. See, I'm yeah. playing with the joke again. Boo. <laughs> Um, I, I know, like, one of my clients is this kid. He's about 10 now. But I remember when he was about 8, we were talking about... Uh, he was actually talking... About, yeah, I guess he was probably 8 or 9 or something. He'd never seen the original Bumblebee design. And I was cutting his hair, and he's like, Did you see the trailer? It just leaked yesterday for the last night. It's going to be so good. I'm like, ah, I don't think I'm going to... You know, he goes, and Bumblebee did this. And I'm like, nah, you know what? Fuck those Transformers movies because this is what Bumblebee's supposed to look like. And I showed him the original design mm-hmm. from the 80s. And he just started to stay quiet and look. And he goes, I don't like that at all. Yeah. And okay. it's like, you just it was a Transformer. It wasn't even the car form. It was just the robot form. And he's like, that looks lame as hell. Like, Yeah. So he's probably going to hate this movie. Maybe. I mean, well, he still kind of looks like the new one when he's, you know, tra- when he's a robot. He's a little better covered up, though. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a robot, actually. Like, like he has, like, you know, sides. <laughs> it's like everything's not all the He has fenders. Right. Like, it, but I'm just saying, it's like, it's crazy to me. Like, I don't understand how that, like, how that unfinished kind of look was what people decided to go with originally and then now they finally look like they're like okay yeah we should make sure that these look like robots that are done and it's like really like six movies in all of a sudden that's the play and then what the excuse is going to be that it's the 80s I don't you know I don't understand was German engineering yeah. You know, the German work ethic. Oh, I hear the Germans make good stuff. I look. Okay, good. I'm just. I'm, let's just leave it at that. Look at that. Look at that. That was a ShamWow reference. How dare you? I know what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> How dare so, you? Yeah. So, anyway. I, yeah, I. I'm sorry, say that again? You're not going to see it? Go see Bumblebee. (laughs) He's seen every Transformer movie. He's going to see Bumblebee. Say what? You've seen every other Transformer movie. Of course you're going to see Bumblebee. Because it's it's the Bumblebee you know and love. Except he can't talk still. I've only seen two Transformers, like, of, of those, like, ma- modern Transformers movies. I only saw the first two. Did, I haven't seen any of the rest. Didn't Vaughn drag you to another one? No, he, he dragged me to the second he, one. To the third one. No, Vaughn dragged drag me to the second one. Mm-mm. The, Which one's the second one? The second one we watched at your house on bootleg. No, I feel like... Look, that was probably the third one. No, the third one I watched at my house by myself because Emily was out of town. You should see the last one. Mark Wahlberg no, I... is so buff, he, he blocks a sword a sword strike from a Transformer with just his muscles. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look, listen, 
I saw I saw the first one on my own. Vaughn Vaughn was was living here at the time and he was like, you know, I'll pay for it to go see the second one. The third one we had to had to be the bootleg one. I don't even remember watching it, but I don't I don't think you heard me. Mark Wahlberg I lifts Excalibur I don't, and blocks a robot sword strike because he's so swall. No, dude. It's like his knees I bend think, a little bit, so I'm guessing he's he's using uh, support from his thigh muscles, but it's that's all that's all him. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> uh cinematic masterpiece. What? So was he actually using a sword? Yeah, he has Excalibur. Oh, jeez. And he's holding it. And another, <laughs> another robot with his own sword swings at it. Overhead swing. He literally double-handed, lifts up the sword, and blocks the sword yeah. strike of a 20-foot-tall giant robot Decepticon. No, I'm good, man. I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh. I, I, I made a mistake. I don't want to know the, the answers to these questions. Put that like, movie right next to Citizen Kane. Don't you all remember how angry I was that Pete, like there were robots riding on the backs of Dinobots? Like, you don't look. We we had to have like I think a thirty or forty minute segment about this. We like, did. We don't want to do that anymore. Like it's okay. So. Hopefully, hopefully somebody did some research about what it is like when people fall in love with inanimate objects. Merlin's I, in the movie too. What? In the the last Transformer movies, Merlin, he's in it. No, no, dude. Like, listen, wait. Here's the messed up part. That happened in an episode of Transformers as well, like in the in the cartoon. But that was the 80s, and, and that's okay, but that should not have happened in the 2010s. That's crazy. That's crazy. 2010s? I don't know what you... That was 2017. That was two years. That was a year ago. What are you people watching? <sighs> I need to go watch that movie again. <laughs> what are you guys watching? I, like, I don't I'm own it, but it's got to be like five bucks by now, right? I love Transformers, and I won't do it. I don't know why you all are doing it. it. It tripped me out when people at this last one were like, man, you know what? They're actually not really doing a good job with these movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What were you people watching before that made you feel like those movies are good? Because I haven't seen this last one, but I can guarantee you it's not that much worse than the first one. It's like I, I feel very confident. Even with Oz telling me that Mark Wahlberg has blocked a Transformer sword with with his muscles, it's like no. That's it. We're all getting together and watching last night. No, <laughs> listen. Like, but only I, look if you could, when you come down. If we do that and we all smoke weed, I'm down. Ah, uh, yes. you guys smoke weed. I'll have the Casamigos. Ooh. No, that's no good. I I can't smoke weed. I'll get fired. I don't give a shit. I kind of do. <laughs> you know what? Sort of. Sort of my. So does my uh, mortgage holder. I love it. Moses is like, I don't care about. You. Like I'm... they don't have to know. 
I I have a small wife to feed. A small wife. Wait, she can smoke too. Oh, oh, she'll she'll do it. I got enough for all of us. They gave me a quarter gallon of you, just buds. You know I'm gonna get tested the second I get back when they find out I went to California. Nah. Well, we also have uh, eliminating like uh, drug eliminating kits here. Not Lord. They sell them at the 99 cent store. Yeah, not that's for the shit you're packing. That's how they nah, No, they do. Trust me. Like, someone in my family could, may or may not drive something <laughs> that they might need to hide the fact that they smoke weed. And they hollered at their boy, which was me. Like, which is worse? Mark Wahlberg blocking the sword the robot with the with Excalibur or the friggin' Transformer peeing on that one official that one like that Mark Wahlberg yeah yeah like, because that's just stupid because it should have like flattened him like a bug the, yeah the Transformer peeing it's like okay that Transformer's just a douche like it, it's a douche Transformer in a douche fucking movie in a, made by a douche fucking Michael Bay. Like, that. that's it. But Mark Wahlberg, like, that just doesn't make any sense. That's just fucking stupid. What, what's worse? Mark Wahlberg with blocking the Transformers store with Excalibur? Or Spike dying and going to robot heaven? Yeah, why do you, I never understood why he went to robot heaven. And yeah, that's, that's kind of, yeah. Which, he went to robot heaven. It wasn't regular heaven. I think it, they're both equally stupid. <laughs> I'm just happy you didn't bring up Ghost Rider, like, fire peeing. <laughs> fire peeing, I remember that. Jeez. But you didn't even watch the movie. Uh, yeah, it was in the trailer. Right, With, out of context. Yeah. Oh, there was there was a context that does it make that better? Yeah, it actually does. It, uh, like I was mad when I saw it in the trailer too, and then when I actually saw the movie, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I wasn't even smoking back then. That's funny, man. Yeah, robot, robot heaven. I don't know. Yeah. All right, that's... so we're that... gonna watch last night. We'll have edibles. Oh, especially not edibles. <laughs> no, I remember those. But they don't stay in your system. Yeah, but they they fuck you hey, up man. more. I would strongly not, encourage you to mine do are, Mine are all synthesizers. <laughs> Moses is like the friend in every movie that just comes up with bad ideas that, right. that move the rest of the movie along. The edible hey, I had came from your buddy Lloyd. Friends, you wouldn't have the movie. <laughs> just say, guys. You definitely want to make sure you research this stuff and so that you know and feel comfortable with whatever you decide to do. <laughs> I'll, I'll get as drunk as I need to get, but I, I can't do that. All right. Well. Casamigos is good, Mo. You'll like it. I love it. I've had it with you before. You don't remember because you're not a good friend. That's what it is. It didn't mean as much to you as it did to me. Maybe I'm a good friend, but I just have a bad memory. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. That's going to be my new pop single. <laughs> good, good friends good with friend, bad, bad memory. <laughs> that does sell. That's that's definitely a uh, a friggin' uh, oh damn a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, I was thinking many more, but I'm old as fuck now. 
<laughs> I mean, she's still around. No, no, but she's not making music. She might be. I think she is. I think she's doing country. Ugh. Mandy Moore? I think so. Look, I, I, I've i never listened to her stuff, so I, I wouldn't That's know. the only section of the music listening culture that actually pays for music now. Oh, the country stickers? Yeah, yeah she, the country, like, fans. She just put out an album two years ago, 2016. But you don't want to... You know, I mean, you don't want to say it like that. I mean, a lot of people, other people have transitioned to streaming. They're still paying, right? Yeah, but not individually. Like, you know, like, they're still buying CDs off the, like, car wash rack. <laughs> Indeed. Which uh, they go to just to, like, use the bathroom. So this is going to seem really non sequitur. But I'm going to ask this question anyway, just to find out, you know, see if, if this is on anyone's radar here. Have you, have any of you uh, heard about or read any of these, this uh, no justice event that's leading into Justice League number one? Uh, yeah, when you weren't around, we I tried to talk about it, but nobody's read it. And it just had really good art on the covers. Yeah, those covers are really good. I agree with you on that. They do they chain together? It looks like they might, but I, I'm not that interested to the point of actually trying to put them together. Got it. I mean, I am interested, but not like that. Like, I want to read them, but yeah, yeah. They're they're all of those are out because I think they came out all last month. And I don't know. I, I feel like Justice League number one might have come out today, but I'm not. I'm not certain. I think it's comes out next week. You might be right. I think nobody cares about that because there's only one thing people are, are waiting for this month. And that's uh, Batman: The Gift. Oh, for the wedding stuff. Yeah, because that's the return of Booster Gold. Wait, is that was that why there? That's the. That's what the the gift. The gift is it's booster gold's gift to bruce wayne is from what i, I what i read because i haven't actually read the book but just from the little pages preview pages that i've seen it looks like he prevents the death of bruce wayne's parents yeah which you know has some dire consequences for yeah. the whole everything that happens after that and yeah. so booster gold now has to go back and get his parents killed all over again. Yeah. I feel like I've heard this uh this this plot before. I feel like you well, need to shut the fuck up. No no no, actually that that story like the actual the gift storyline I think is in like it's going on right now in the latest issues of Batman. I read the first part of it and Booster Gold literally says that that happened it happened to to Superman I think. And I think that's what he says. He's like, it happened to Superman, and Superman realized, like, like he because of seeing, being able to see what his life would be like without, um, without that happening. He when he when it got reverted back, he was able to appreciate his life that he had so much more, and he was trying to do the same thing for Batman, but. Batman like the new reality. Like it's Batman holding like a 
like a machine gun pointed at a booster gold. Which is not a Batman thing to do, so it looks like it, it just looks interesting from the previews. Whatever, no, Booster Gold's back. Leave me alone. No, that that actually the the ironic part, which you know you don't know yet, Oz, but that's not it's Batman, but it's not Bruce Wayne. What because do you mean? Bruce Wayne isn't Batman because. What the hell happened to Bruce Wayne now? Huh? Nothing happened to Bruce Wayne. He's just Bruce Wayne. He didn't have the tragedy that made him Batman, so somebody else became Batman. Yeah, he's rich. Yeah, but but then he went back to being Batman. Like, he stopped being Batman, and that's when uh, Gordon was Batman, but then he decided, well, I need to be Batman again, restored his memories, and he's Batman again, but happier, which is what led him to proposed to Catwoman. Yeah, but that's that's not what like that's not that's in the reality that, you know, like the regular DC continuity, what we're talking about is the alternate reality that that Booster Gold creates to show Batman that, you know, his life is good, but but that Batman likes him better than the life he left cuz his parents are alive. The, the Batman it, with the guns is not Bruce Wayne, is what I'm telling you. Wait, this book di- came out in April? God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. I saw June 2018, but I guess that's the cover date. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's. I think it's like three or four issues. So that story is like maybe like three ish, three parts in or. Yeah, so they should all be out then. I should be able to pick them up tomorrow. You, I think you can. Go down to Jeffrey's. Okay. From <laughs> there it is. Go down to Jeffrey's. Call Jeffrey. Mm. If you get if you pay more than five dollars, you might be able to get next day shipping. No. <laughs> yeah, Two ninety nine each. Buying three, right? Nine yeah. bucks plus tax. Is he charging me California tax or Illinois tax? That's a good question. You guys pay know. a lot in tax. We do. We're California. Yeah. You know what? I'm supporting my local comic book shop. I just forget their name right now. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But yeah. It's interesting because that no justice storyline I feel like for all intents and purposes, the the Justice League and well the different this different weird configuration of of all these teams that they're calling the Justice League are basically fighting like celestials. Which is what the Avengers are doing too. So, it's one of those weird times again where Marvel and DC are like having similar-ish events. But you know, I was just curious. Celestials. Yeah. Claw put. The scene in chat with the, I guess, with the Excalibur. I don't you know. Don't, you don't want to watch it. Yeah. Did you put up a picture of the sword block? Awesome scene. I think Dude, it's a video. So. It's the scene, yeah, like the video. Yeah. I want to watch that again right oh, now. Oh, yeah, because right. Optimus Prime's a bad guy in this one, right? Yeah, for a little while. Yeah, well, look, I knew he wasn't going to be a bad guy the whole time. <laughs> but Unicron's in it. No, he's not. 
Well, Earth is Unicron. Oh, Unicron God. is in the hope, Earth. I hope that's not true. Jesus. That's the truth. And he Lord. comes out like spikes. Oh, dude. Look, we, we are going to need to get high and watch this. Dude. I don't think I don't think you guys want me to watch these movies like Well, yeah, we actually like Here's here's what I envision. We get high, Oz gets drunk. And uh we watch them and we record just you like reacting to it. I don't know, man. We have one camera on you and one camera on the movie so we can have them like split screen. So we so we know what you're reacting to. I like that idea. Yeah, I have a GoPro. Yeah, right. I sounds look. like a plan. I gotta yeah. look cuss before the July first. Wait, did we say Lawrence is gonna be high? Yeah. See, I don't. You're the, I don't think I've seen him on weed. I don't think I've ever seen him on weed. I've seen him on like all kind of other drugs, but not weed. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What, are, what drugs have you seen me on? Dude, our whole news theme is was created on a day you were high. On a crazy hallucinogenic. Right, you what don't even remember like, that day. And it was illegal at the time. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Exactly. Exactly. I don't, like, I don't know what you guys We, we Hunter S. Thompson did. I don't, well, I don't know what that means. What's that you mean? You know who Hunter S. Thompson is? I do. So that then you should know what that means. Like you seen Fear Loading in Las Vegas, right? No, I haven't. So then how do you uh, so you you haven't seen Fear Loading in Las Vegas, but you know who how uh Hunter S. Thompson is. Yeah, I thought so, but maybe I don't. I don't know Hunter S. <laughs> wait, 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 why don't you tell me who Hunter S. Thompson is? Is, is that a real person or a fictional person? Both. I mean, if you're asking that question, I'm not yeah, sure it depends, you know. Yeah, it depends what book or movie you're experiencing at the time. Oh, jeez. Okay, then no. I guess I don't know. I thought it was an actor, but I guess not. Well, the book is no. based on some shit he did, right? Well, yeah. He was supposed to write an article for Rolling Stone magazine on a motorcycle race. But he just got really high on everything and experienced Las Vegas on his way to the motorcycle race and then after and then he wrote everything and recorded everything on video and then wrote the article and it turned out to be a book and then they made the movie on it. And then he did the same thing, a similar thing in the Caribbean with Rum Diary. But that was a fictionalized account. Okay. So it's like, yeah, if you watch Rum Diary, yeah, that... He doesn't even call himself Hunter S. Thompson. And he calls himself some Paul something or other. But if you watch like Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, it's like that's that's him. And then yeah. And he wrote a book about the Hell's Angels, which is <laughs> the 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 first ten pages mm-hmm. are probably the best first ten pages in any book you'll ever read. Wow, really. Yeah, he basically he did what he did in Hell's in uh, Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, but with the Hell's Angels. And it, I, like I don't want to give the information that I read out there like that. Like yeah, I've heard that those ten pages are awesome like that. <laughs> I didn't read them. Well, I will tell you, I definitely didn't take 
any drugs that can infiltrate any groups. You were the group. Oh, damn. I was the group? Okay. Yeah. That means... So, wait, so, so, what, what, like, never mind. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> you don't want to say it on there? Never mind. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Oh, jeez. You're asking what the hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic was? Look, I don't remember, like, I I'm like, as far as I know, I didn't take any hallucinogenic. <laughs> That's how it goes. I guess so. It's funny. It wasn't. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, what sucks about me is that I remember every detail of that night, and it is terrifying. I, I'm thinking, you're like, I don't even know. Like, I'm like, what? Where were we? We were your at your house. house. It was when we did the shows Wednesday nights at eight. I don't remember as much detail as Mo, but I remember a good portion of that night. I remember I was I was actually suffering from back pain from the job I was working at the time. Uh huh. And I was medicating with pills and alcohol, and then we did the hallucinogenic, and then you know. That was the fourth. Yeah, it was the four of us. Well, it was like the seven of us. Who else was here? It was uh, well the six, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, seven, because it was us four, Emily and Amber, and Selena. The cat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait. Uh, look, you look. You don't remember me having a conversation with Selena. No. Did you have, did you talk to the cat? Oh yeah, I did. She oh. told me how hard it was to nurse the kittens and uh, it was terrible. I felt for her so bad. She was a teenage mother, you know. Oh jeez. Okay. Well, either way, she, it's watched, she watched her babies die. It, it's going to be interesting seeing Lawrence high and then angry at Transformers, but on a drug that tempers the anger. Right. I feel like I'm already the drug that tempers the anger. So then you'll enjoy it even more. Dude. Could, I like, like, you might actually find peace with if, Transformers if, if cannabis. I tell you, man, like that will definitely be a wonder drug. If it can get me to look, look, that's the true experiment. Uh, honestly, it it has helped me be less angry about everything. <laughs> that's a that's a wonder drug. I didn't it say is. you enjoy it. I, I I'm just saying you're not gonna throw something at your own TV. No, no. I mean, uh, listen. That's I would, not gonna happen. Right. I would never throw something at my own TV. I mean, <laughs> it's like I I I would turn it off first. <laughs> I'm sorry, that reminded me of Vod. I'm pretty uh, sure Lloyd is listening and he's like, I'm in too. <laughs> what up, Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, I'm through. have one of his edibles. I've been there. Yeah. I remember there was a point where when Vaughn was staying with me. <laughs> and, and, Vaughn, and Vaughn and I were watching TV on the couch. 
and Vaughn messed around, got so angry at what we were watching, he turned off the TV. While you were watching it. <laughs> right, right. And I looked at this fool like, like dude, like, I'm like, <laughs> it's like, are you, like, because it would have been one thing, you know, if it was like his house and I was visiting and he shuts off the TV, then it's like, okay, I can have a conversation about, well, hey, man, you know, maybe we should turn it back on. But if you're in my house and we watch the TV and you get angry, you just shut it off. It's like, you you not even going to consult me about whether the TV should be on or off or if I was watching that. Or, I'm like, wait a minute. Vaughn was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I just get so angry. Was, uh... <laughs> what the hell were you watching? Fox News. Yeah, it was Fox News. <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> it's like, got... you know, if you get angry at Fox News, like, they have the power. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, it's hey, so man. funny. Um, Lloyd messaged me out of nowhere this week, and he's like, it was so hilarious when Vaughn hung up <laughs> on the last episode. He's like, he was so mad. Like, it was it, it, the whole the whole thing he loved. And I'm like, you know what? I couldn't have wished for, like, a better timing. Like, it's like you have to listen. Anybody that wants to go back and listen has to listen through the whole episode. and Because it's kind of a buildup with Vaughn. Yeah. Like, every little thing he's got comments on, and eventually he feels free to just lay out a comment like, I don't want this sexual, pansexual agenda, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and it's like, he just let it out like that, and it was gold. Like, oh, the moment I heard him say that, like, I almost creamed my pants. This is, this is the best episode ever. Oh. And then how we all, like, you know, I feel bad that we all jumped on him like that, but it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> hey man it's like we weren't even trying to jump on him like that but we're just it, it just it's yeah it lends itself to to hilarity just asking questions <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah so good it was it was funny I agree yeah I wish <laughs> I could have heard it you said you haven't heard it I wish I could have heard it not enough volume in my my iPod for that <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I'm sure we can boost the... Yeah, the... I'll send you the edited clip. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure we can boost it. Yeah. So, uh, I, what should we do? Should we do some news? Yeah, I'm, we were going to talk about comics at some point, right? Yeah, what are we talking about? We had, like, Royal City, and I forget. There was other things, and we forgot about it. Um... I actually had something like I was trying to read Spider-Man 800, but it's too it's so big. It it is a big book, but I yeah. haven't read it yet. But have you read? Did you read like the first parts of that story? I guess the the, the remember the hologram cover, which was like six eighty seven or something, or six eighty nine or six eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. Or seven eighty eight or something like, like that. Particular one. Yeah, I read that one, and that kind of leads into this one, but not really. Yeah, and then should... I and then I tried reading this one. Oh, see, I mean, it this storyline. What is it? Is it Condition Red or Red Alert or what is it? Something like that. Yeah, like it's only you should read just those. It's like maybe like three, like the three issues before it. Before yeah, it. I mean, 
Is it one thing I got to say about these uh, Dan Slot Spider-Man books? They're all good jumping on points. That is they true. Give you, they give you enough, like not even like yeah, they have the page that explains everything the story so far. Yeah. But even just in context, like they, whenever they have a conversation, yeah, it, it's in context and yeah. it's not like forced in. It's natural. Right. right. So no. I, I have no fear of like. And like I'm definitely gonna go back. I, I'm. It's oh. now my mission to go back and read every single one from number one to eight hundred. So I'm gonna be doing that. So I'll I'll let you know when I catch up. Okay. But uh. But yeah. I'm I'm gonna read eight hundred. Like it, the first like six seven pages. Like we're. It, it just. I'm in the middle of the action. Like the yeah. book opens up in the middle of the action, and yeah. it's like I don't know what's going on, but. Silk's there, and, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah I, it, it was a good experience just jumping in. It, it, like, I really, I'm sure I probably would have enjoyed it better if I knew what's going on, but I love, like, not knowing and just jumping in. No, and, and that's the thing. Like, that's the conversation I was trying to have with Jeffrey that one day where it's like, you know, like, there are people that used to write comics in a way where they're like, any comic could be someone's first comic book. And, you know, they try to, like, write in such a way where it's like, you know, if, if it is your first comic, at the very least, you have you know some semblance of what's happening in this particular book. And, you know, it's like a lot of people don't don't do that as much anymore. But I feel like Dan Slott tries to keep that in mind. Yeah, like, he's definitely from the old school. Yeah, you know, like his influences are heavy from the old school, and and he adapts to current times. Like that's what makes his story so fresh. Yeah, like I, I'm excited to read his Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good stuff. Yeah, his Silver Surfer was amazing. It's like one of my favorites. Of you all know, time. I feel bad because I I didn't really get to read a lot of it, and everybody has that's read it has said it's like the best. Oh, dude, it's so, like, philosophical and, like, you know, everybody's praising Infinity War for being, like, philosophical, you know, like, ethics and all that. Like, you know, the dummies I deal with. Oh. And it's, like, really, no. You know, like, read Silver Surfer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I always go back with him, like, you know, if he was really altruistic, he would have just fixed everything without killing anybody. You know, and uh, and then they're like, "Whoa, yeah, you're right." But yeah, um, one one comic I did want to talk about was uh, a comic called "The Beelzebubs." The Beelzebubs, what's that? Yeah, it's a web comic, so it's not a real comic yet. No, that's a real comic. I mean, if you say so. Like I feel bad. Like I, I love the art style. I love the the stories. Like I, I like I keep reading it. I'm like, oh, I'm reading this web comic. But luckily, it's gonna be coming out on print in from IDW later this year. Uh, but I, I've been reading it for a long time. It used to be syndicated on MetalInjection.com, which is the heavy metal news site, and um. Then it stopped because, you know, nobody reads stuff from websites anymore. They just look at lists. And, um, but so he kept going with the the artist, J.P. Ahonen. 
Mm -hmm. um, it's all together, no dots or anything on Instagram. So he just posted every Friday. And it's basically like the Adams Family, but they're a black metal band. And it's the father, mother, there's a grandmother, and there's a, a son and daughter. And it's like they're uh, like the Adams family, like weird family, you know, on the block. But they're just they're like a black metal band and they go to school and shit and they fall in love with the kids fall in love with people that are like normal, I guess. And they try to court them and stuff. And, and it has a lot of like if you like like if you're a black metal fan you get a lot of the humor and if you're not it's still funny you just don't know why but it just makes you laugh like i've actually tested it on people so. that's interesting i'm i'm trying to look it up now the the art design the character design and the art style is is superb it's all black and white because you know black metal yeah and it's um calvin and hobbs meets call of cthulhu yeah, it it reminds me like a lot of like um the comic book black metal yeah. that we talked about, but this is a lot more streamlined and a lot more marketable almost. Like every like face paint design has like a little cute aspect to it that people could get behind, you know what I mean? And in black metal they just it was more I guess in the black metal culture we call it true where the the characters in black metal were more true they're more hardcore more hardline mm -hmm. and on this one the character designs are more marketable more mainstream but the guy like i don't know i don't know if he's a, actually a black metal fan he's from finland i think so there's a lot of black metal there like it's black metal outsells pop in a lot in that part of the world a lot so really? i don't know if he's a fan but but he, you know, maybe he's just making fun of it. I don't know, but it doesn't feel like it. It actually feels like somebody that kind of enjoys the genre and is bringing something to it without having to make music on low-quality recordings. Because in black metal, if you do something with, like, Pro Tools, like, you're not true. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, you have to literally record it on tape and then transfer it to your computer. What? Yeah, like, it, it has to sound like that. Like, it has to be shitty. That's just how it is. Like, it, it's, it's, there's very, like, like, you know how, um, Larry, we, Larry and you, like, I'm sorry, Larry and me, sorry, I'm talking outside of myself again. Um, we hang out with people that are in the nerd blogging sphere, and there's always, like, hierarchy and, and people, against each other with black metal it's like that too and it's kind of dumb but yeah it, it's like if, if you get a record deal it's like okay you're not true anymore <laughs> yeah like, it's like people gave shit for to cradle of filth when they got a, a deal for sony a deal with sony and that album they actually got it were able to pay an actual orchestra to back them up as opposed to pay a guy with synthesizer knowledge to do it in his garage. And uh, and then they got free PS2s out of it. <laughs> they were actually happy, like, where can we get our PS2s? You know, because we're with Sony. 
And then, you know, they only did one album with that label, but after that, nobody gives them any props anymore. Wow. But their music is still, like, amazing. Like, the the song that came out this year on the album, uh, shit, I don't even know the name of the album because they have weird Lovecraftian names, but the song You Will Know the Lines by Its Claw is probably one of the best black metal songs ever. Which the lion by its claw? Yeah, man, that's a hell of a title. Yeah, and which like it passes their previous song from like twenty years ago called "Her Ghost in the Fog," which was to me the best black metal song ever. So, but yeah, this is after them signing with Sony. Uh, all that to say, the bills above. Look for it soon from IDW. If you want to follow JP Ahonen on Instagram, like, you'll get, like, he's actually been pumping out comics twice a week now, so you get a lot more content. I, I'm i looking at some of the um, comic strips now, and, yeah, they are funny. Oh, I'm glad you think so. And it definitely, uh, it definitely has, like, a Sunday comic strip kind of feel, but it is definitely a metal, like, with a metal veneer. Yeah. It's so funny because the daughter in the family was in love with a dude that liked progressive metal, not black metal. So <laughs> she's like ashamed. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's like a, a music reference where he's like, you have my heart beating at nine sixteenths. So it's like the measure of rhythm, mm-hmm. which is for progressive because they do crazy like time signatures. Uh-huh. And uh, he's all bruised up because she, like, beat him up. And then the dad comes in, and he's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm Sam. His name is Samuel, a biblical name, which is blasphemy in the family. So the girl is like, oh, it's Samael. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he's a drummer. He's a new drummer in the Beelzebubs. And he goes, oh, great. We're going to, like, our last drummer got hit with like hellfire or some shit so you're gonna be it and he's like all of a sudden she's been spending like i've been reading this book for the last year she's been pining away for him and then in this one issue this one strip he he becomes the drummer for their band and he's like see now we're spending all our time together (laughs) it's hilarious but yeah, I can't wait till IDW, IDW like publishes it so I can read it in paper form, like a true comic should be read. Turns out I'm black metal about comics. They have to be on paper. There it is. Or a officially licensed distributing app. What's the difference? Yeah, no, it's just easier to read on the app, but. Um, if it's just a webcomic, then I have to go to a site every time. Uh, There's another one that's really good that I want to tell Joe about, but he hasn't been coming. It's called Business Cat. <laughs> Business Cat. Yeah. He'd love it. It's just like Neko Ramen, but in, like, American business world. In the American business world, but it's a yeah, cat. Yeah, like, like he works in an office and he wears a suit. 
And it's like an anthropomorphic. Like he's got a, the body of a dude, but he's a cat. So his head's a cat, and he wears a suit. And then he gets taken over by business pug. So like Agutsuku or something? No, 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 no. That that's that's different. That's amazing too. We talked yeah. about that before. But th- this is just a comic strip, and he's like, it's business cat. Like he, he doesn't know. <laughs> like you just have to read it. Like the guy comes to give him the mail, and he just starts licking his hair. <laughs> but he's a dude with like a dude body, but with a cat head. Right. Just licking the dude's hair. And he goes, I like you too, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. The adventures. So that's, yeah, that's my comics for this week. The Adventures of Business Cat. Yeah. So if you read them on Instagram, like it's cool because they're chronological, but it's not official. So that means like if you, every time you read it or like it, the actual art is artist isn't getting any anything out of it like it's just a fan that lines them up every week oh that's interesting you have to go to like the tumblr but tumblr is weird i always get sidetracked with porn (laughs) what like it just pops up like (laughs) porn just pops up on tumblr yeah okay that sounds like something to do with your cookies. Yeah, well, you know. You can't block them, because if you block cookies, you can't see anything these days. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. Derek, are you still off comics? Oh, yeah, I'm done with them. You didn't read Death or Glory? Nope, not yet. I, 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 looked, I, I looked at the... I looked at some of the panels and it looks nice, but um, uh, I, look, I I I remember Gunsmith Cats and nothing's gonna. I don't I don't need I don't need another Gunsmith Cats in my life. I don't need another comic book to just uh, break my heart. Another good one is called Motor Crush. That's really good. That's like Formula One stuff. No Immortal Hulk, Derek. Nope. <laughs> Nope. I, I, the last thing I did, the uh, last thing I read on um, Marvel Unlimited was I re I reread the Infinity War. And that's it. Like the OG Infinity War? Uh, Infinity Gauntlet, I think. Yeah. Oh, Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, got it. Yeah, where where um, Nova get where where Nova ends up getting it because I cause I was like, oh, that's what's gonna happen um, on the, on the next one. <laughs> Yeah, like, because there is, like, the sequel to Infinity Gauntlet is Infinity War, but, like, in the comics, but, um, yeah, it's definitely not, like, what we're seeing in the movies. I try not to think about that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, I yeah, I read Infinity Gauntlet pretty regularly, and... I haven't read Infinity War as much, but I remember it because I really like, I really like the Magus, mm-hmm. and so I would love to see like something like that on a big screen. Like, I, it would have to be animated, of course. I think though, because they're not. 
Yeah, yeah they could. Because every time they, every time I thought they would never do something, Marvel figured out a way to do it. They had uh, Wakanda, like Wakanda is supposed to be. Then they had, they brought in the Celestials. Uh, I've seen like two Celestials on the screen. Uh, yeah, so but far. didn't do what Celestials do. Well, he he, had, he was a whole planet. That was a yeah. That that's not impressive. what celestials. That's not what celestials do. That was that was impressive enough. It's actually not what celestials do, and what not not what ego does. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I, I mean, I get the point. Or you're like, hey, we we didn't think we would see it, and then we did. No, but you didn't see it, huh? We haven't seen it. That's true. Like we haven't seen it. As it should, as it was intended. Like the closest, uh, look, it's sad to say, the closest you got to it was, I think, in Guardians 1. When you actually, like, see giant celestials walking around in their Kirby the Glory. Yeah. But you don't even remember that because that movie just got awful. <laughs> it's better than the second one. <sighs> yeah. This customer told me that I have to watch Guardians with a grain of salt. that even mean? I told them if I feed you a turd and just put salt on it, are you going to still like it? He's like, no. I'm like, well, then shut the fuck up about Guardians. (laughs) Watch it with a grain of salt. He wasn't like, he wasn't my client. He was the other barber's client, but he he came on the day that he's off. And then he, you know, he likes the movies and he goes yeah i never read guardians but my uncle did and he liked it and i'm like well your uncle's a fucking douchebag <laughs> he's like my uncle is a douchebag yeah because it's like you know he's like yeah that's not how it is but it's cool i'm like no like it's not how it is and it's not cool you know like i don't want fucking the guy that fucked the dude's wife and wanted is the same guy leading the guardians of the galaxy like same personality traits yeah, you know, like he didn't change. Like that's the he, that guy plays that dude. Like he's not Star Lord. Yeah. Well, well, I'm gonna go back and read those comics. Like, <laughs> like those. Well, I, I told him, I'm like, did your uncle read Thanos Imperative? And he goes, he doesn't know. He texted him. He replied, he doesn't know what it is. And like, then your uncle could suck my fucking dick. That's the kind of customer service you get at Pacific Coast haircuts, everybody. Hey. If that's just... Like, Derek was there Saturday. Yeah, I got my haircut there. And you got good service too, right? Yeah, got a uh, haircut and a shave. Yeah. And Derek got to suck my dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told to suck his dick as I, as I walked out. I was like, okay. <laughs> No, 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 I didn't say that. I say fuck you very much. <laughs> I gave Derek the Idris Elba cut. I don't know what the Idris Elba cut is. I'm trying to look, I'm trying to look good for my um for my uh, job interviews this week. Yeah, I so I, I cleaned them up good. I gave him a nice fade, and I gave him waves on the top. Like it was just like when Idris Elba took over the office. In the TV show, didn't you just get a job? No, I lost my job. Yeah, back in, no, uh, he he just got it and lo- just lost it. Yeah, it, it's been less than a like, year. I there for like six months, which reminds me, uh, uh, Lawrence, you probably got an email from my 
for my interview asking you a bunch of nice questions about me. So please, uh, please just check all the all the little boxes or whatever they have. I did see it. I'll make sure I do it right after the show. I guess Thank you, you don't. I guess you don't want a, a guy with uh, top secret clearances to be your your reference, but that's okay. No, I don't. I don't. I don't I, I'm I'm pretty sure you're gonna run from the law there. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't need to hear. Not only that, like with this go- with this government top secret clearance is like a joke. <laughs> uh, oh, it reminds me of my near my newest theory, Larry. It wasn't you- the Russians that helped hack the elect the election. Oh, who was it? It was the Koreans. Dang! What the North Koreans? Do they have yeah. the technology to even log into a? A Windows domain? They've been stealing bitcoins for years. They did it for the Seth Rogen movie. I thought he hired Chinese people to do that. It was still was them. That would be interesting. Yeah, it doesn't matter who they hired. It's still That's North why Korea. this investigation isn't leading anywhere, really. Well, I mean, the investigation... Has indicted a whole bunch of people and there's been a yeah, whole... but it's still misinformation. Like he just kind of plotting himself, and then <laughs> and like I don't like why does why does I, I love Larry's like Facebook posts. It's like the the president said he's pardoning himself, and then everybody replies. But it's like really like his caption should have been, "Of course, the president is talking about pardoning himself." <laughs> I did. I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm going to pardon myself just in case. Like that's that should tell you a lot, right there. It it, it was just a weird thing. Like I just I I just I couldn't believe that that's where we're at. Like it just seems so so strange. Like yeah, but it, the whole thing is strange. We're in the dark universe. <laughs> yeah. The darkest timeline. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Talk to me when everything gets fixed. Oh, jeez. I'm actually having the greatest time too, but it has nothing to do with the government. Because, you know, I get paid in cash. <laughs> yeah. For those of us, you know, actually paying taxes, it's it's gotten right. better. Paying for the coal miners' health insurance that they got cut by the person they backed. <laughs> yeah, not me, man. Anyway, comic book news, real issues. Darren Byers. Comic book news. We should have a like uh like current <laughs> Well not not like that, but like Larry, you mean to tell me you don't remember that night? Like I remember that moment only because it's recorded. <laughs> but but I sure don't remember like, like feeling any way in particularly different. Like I mean, we were drinking, but we always drink. How else could we get you to sing like that if not getting you high? No, it, it's pretty easy. I would say like I, I I would sing like I don't care like, <laughs> like I don't know like I don't I don't even know like in my mind I don't remember doing anything that I felt was out of character. Like, you know, it wasn't like when I accidentally took the friggin' the friggin' uh what was it? It wasn't Sudafed, the Benadryl. Yeah. 
and then forgot and then started drinking and tried was, to on the it show. It was Allegra. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, it wasn't like that where I was just like, man, like, what's going on? Well, that because that <laughs> knocks you out. Like, what we took opened up our minds. <laughs> like, that we were like, our seventh chakra was like on fire. I don't look. I don't know what y'all took. <laughs> you like, know, I'm seventh. Not, what I, are the first I'm, six? I don't. I didn't take anything. We took the. Op- we took opioids. I didn't take opioids. <laughs> like you don't know you took opioids. Well, look. That then that's my. I'm sticking to. I don't look because I don't know anything about that. Just because you didn't know what you were taking doesn't mean you didn't take it. Look. It's going to be so great when they... When so they, the story that I'm going with is I didn't take anything. It's going to be so great when they give us the lie detectors. Like, when you were in California, did you inhale weed smoke? Uh, no? Look, the right answer is yes. It's legal. <laughs> you got smoke. I didn't smoke, but yeah, people were smoking. Big like, man says in chat, uh, saw Infinity War this weekend. Really couldn't care about most of those characters except the Guardians. They're really the only ones that had depth in the story. That big, big man's a douche. What? Wait, big, the only people in Infinity War that have depth are the Guardians? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, see, here's the thing. It's like, don't get me wrong. I feel like Infinity, the the the, the downside of Infinity War as a movie is that it shorthands a lot of stuff. It's like it takes into it. It assumes you watched all the movies that came before it, basically. And that's probably the the biggest, the single biggest issue with it. But if you have it's like i don't see i don't see how you can say that because i don't see what what the guardians went through that's so much that makes them so much more three-dimensional than everybody else well i I can kind of see what he's saying other than vision vision had a little bit of a arc and 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 wanda but other than that everybody else was just basically reacting and then the guardians uh, they had a that they had a heartbreaking little story going on there. I do, but I didn't feel for them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> See, but that's the thing where it's like, so I mean, because obviously, yeah, I, we we all like understand. it's still part one of two. Whether you want to see the second one as not direct sequel to it or not, it's like they got rid of the people that you don't, you don't give a fuck about, basically. And I'm, the real people that you're going to care about are the people that are going to be featured in the second one. So that includes the Guardians, no matter how much you give a shit about them. Like, I feel, though, like, I mean, the 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 most depth you get out of anybody in the movie is probably Thanos. And, right. then, and then after that, it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, Star-Lord has his little his little meltdown, but that's I don't feel like that's necessarily any deeper than what happened to like Tony Stark. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of, I'm just trying they all to had little tidbits of depth, but really it's, it's like to me, it's, I just wanted to see a fight movie and that's what I got. I mean, 
Infinity Infinity War feels like a comic book. It probably feels more like a comic book than almost any comic book movie that comes before it, I think. But that's like you take the good and the bad with that, of course, because it's like, you know, we're used to movies having like some like, I guess, a different kind of arc. Generally. Right. And like, I hated I hated Spider-Man and fear itself. And then that's kind of what I got in Infinity War. It's like that's that's about that much Spider-Man that I got. But that's what happens in a crossover event. Right. Right. But, you know, I don't know. But I, I guess, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, I, the Guardians go through it a bit. But I don't know. I don't feel like the Avengers are just like, you know, just like ho-humming it through the movie. Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, realistically, the... The, the Guardians and the Avengers go through the same thing, except that the Avengers were actually there. But, I don't know. So, Tony Stark slept with Aunt May, right? <laughs> I mean, look, Aunt May doesn't kiss and tell. Everyone knows that about Aunt May. So, he cheated on Pots? Oh, dang. dang yeah, man. he... he... He did, he did it a lot. Uh, in, in every movie, in every Iron Man movie, he cheats on her, doesn't he? Oh, well, they weren't together. Yeah, they were. Uh, in Homecoming, they were. They're engaged at that point. Well, wait, listen. We just talked about Iron Man movies. Homecoming's not an Iron Man movie. It might as well be. <laughs> that, there's an argument there. I mean, they but get together at the end of the first one. They're definitely together in the, in the second one, and by a third one, they're practically ready to get married. At, at the end of the third one, they definitely are like engaged, right? Right, but they've been together since the second. It's actually what? technically the end of the first, but let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and go with the second. Are they together in the second one? Yeah. In Avengers, they're they're living together. Well, Iron Man two was before Avengers, right? Right, but that's the progression. They they're together in the second one, and then by Avengers, now they're completely in love. Mm. Like if he if, if Tony Stark bangs someone else in in part two, you can kind of argue that it's okay. But after yeah. the Avengers movies, then that anything that happens after that, he's cheating. Doesn't Iron Man two start out with him like uh, saying he loves her or something and jumping out of the jumping out of the back of the airplane? I think so, but isn't she saying that he doesn't? Okay. Like he might be trying to get her, but I thought he she was like, "Nah," because you're Tony Stark. Um, I've kind of I, I kind of know where that whole thing is, where it's like. You're this dude that they like, but you're not the dude. Like, even though they like you, they're you're not the dude they want to be with uh, yet. Yeah, like she she kind of feels like he's not good for her, right? Like he's she sees the potential, but she's not gonna act on the potential as so many chicks tend to do. That's why they end up because you know. Tony Stark is a dude that bangs whatever comes in front of him. But he also has a good side, right? But at the time, she knows she's seen him bang like a hundred dudes. She's like, she's like, yeah, do your thing, and then when you when you want to calm down, like maybe I'll be here and maybe not, you know. 
I've seen it happen. That's all I'm saying. Word. Like, I got married like that. <laughs> is, <laughs> is she going to have armor in what's mean, She had armor already, so you don't, you know. Like I, I, like, I think she got snapped out of existence, but that's just me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, they're not trying to pay people, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least for the next one, they don't want to pay people. Like, how much do they pay her for 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 a half a day of walking in the park? Um, I think they pay her pretty well. She was on Howard Stern, and she was like mad that she wasn't in the second Avengers. Oh, so she did get snapped out. No, I mean like Avengers two. You mean right? Yeah, Age of Ultron. Oh, oh, okay. Like she was mad that she wasn't, and she was like, "I wanted to be there." But, you know, they, they do the thing the way they do, and I wasn't there. But it's also, like, if she really wanted to be there, it's because she wanted to get paid for that, you know? <laughs> she could just like hanging out with those people. Ah, uh, nah. Nah. Did you guys see these uh, new Ant-Man and, Wa- and the Wasp uh, posters? I saw the new trailer. Okay, that, that came out, like, last week, right? Yeah. No, it came out during Solo. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that, that made it like... At first, I was mad about Ghost, because I know Ghost from Spider-Man. Right. And the Ghost that they're alluding to mm-hmm. is like a Ghost that was in Iron Man comics. Um, yeah. But the female... Is the ghost that was in Spider-Man comics? Yeah. So, and that looks like what they're using, and she's not the chief of police. So it's was the ghost in the comics chief of police? She was, yeah, she was Spider-Man's like police liaison or whatever. But the uh, the ghost, the female ghost I know was a bad guy. You know what? You're probably thinking about a different one. And I'm probably thinking about a different one. Oh. Because it was the chief of police in the Spider-Man comics that used the technology she seized from the evidence locker. Oh. Oh, okay. So she might have taken it from the female right. ghost. Okay. But the female ghost, was she a black person? I'm sorry. African-American? I'm- no, you you can you can say black. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't I don't think so. well, if she was, she was like Afro Latino or something like that. I feel like yeah. she was. Cause the the I think the Spider Man one, she was like Indian. And that's what it kinda looked like in the movie too. So but I mean I could be wrong. I don't know. Like it could be somebody with a similar power set. Or similar technology, and and then I just remember Roberto Ramos drawing ghosts. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Yeah. The Ant Man and the Wasp poster shows uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet Van Dyne, the original Wasp, and. Yeah. So she's used to getting hit on film. 
think you can have a black eye. Say what? You can have a black eye in it. Oh, that's not right. I mean, she got hit by Al Pacino <laughs> on film, so she's used to it. Yeah, it's interesting, like, how they're putting, like, all these people in this movie, like. Yeah, I, like, they have Black Goliath in it. Right, right. I'm sorry, African American Goliath. <laughs> I got so pissed. Uh, Derek knows, because that's part of the reason I told him to suck my dick at the barbershop. <laughs> because he's like, Black Goliath's in it, but his wife is in Daredevil. And yeah. She's, like, half his age. So he's like, if you're going to use his wife. Yeah, I don't know, like, th- this whole lack of synergy thing, and, you know, yeah, yeah, they're separated, but they did these things when they weren't separated, you know what I mean? Right. So I got mad. Yeah. I do like Lawrence Fishburne as Black Goliath, though. Yeah. But he's yeah. not even going to grow, probably. Nah, probably not. It'd be cool if he did. But at the same time, you know, I mean, like Emily, <laughs> Emily told me to shut up because it was in the, you know, <laughs> it was during Solo, right? And it's like he comes out and like, yeah, we work with Hank Pym. I worked with Hank Pym before on a project called Goliath. I'm like, oh shit, it's Black Goliath. And uh, she's like, shut up. And I'm like, there's only like three people in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I was happy about Black Lives. I Even, wish he would have died in Civil War, but that's different. It, it's it's interesting because it's like it's it, it's cool that they're adding these people, but then it's still a little strange because of what they decided to do with like right. the thing. Yeah. All these like older people playing these characters and it's kinda like, well, I guess it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they try to make it like to justify all these people that could do these things and why they weren't doing anything like any of them. So, I don't know. We'll see. Well, movie timelines are different. Comic book timelines, you can have people around for 50 years and never age, but in movies you have to say, well, well this means we're doing 40 years ago. Slightly. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not so much about like they can be older, but it's just one of those things where it's like they weren't saving people for a big chunk of time, or even in like Shield or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's like you would think like okay, if you know how to do this stuff and you have like, like you know at least the the brain power to figure stuff out, like you would think you'd be using it for something. But I don't know, and maybe they will. Like maybe when when the movie comes out, we'll see that yeah, they were in like something. Maybe not S.H.I.E.L.D. but something else. Who knows? Oh. The, well, with the Peggy Carter, or Agent Carter, they had a good thing. So they kind of explained the like the Black Widow school, you know? Mm-hmm. The, or Red Sparrow, if you want to quote <laughs> that movie. But yeah, they had, they had that, and then they showed some of the stuff and they could have done something in between, like something seventies or eighties, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm just happy they at least acknowledge Black Life at some point. 
Although they don't want to make Hank Pym the tragic character he is. They already ruined that with Yellow Jacket in the first movie. Yeah. Um, what I did see, too, was a scene from the upcoming Luke Cage thing with Daughters of the Dragon. Oh, yeah? Like, they actually promoted it as Daughters of the Dragon in Luke Cage. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Did you hear uh, with Wolverine's return, he's going to be getting a new superpower? Yeah, I, I was annoyed by that story. <laughs> um, I didn't read it, so I don't know what the new superpower is. If you want to tell me, feel free to go ahead. It, it'll make for good content for the show. <laughs> it's, um, it really is. Because, first of all, why does Wolverine need any more superpowers anyway? Right. Like, that's number one. But let's say you're going to give him a new superpower. Does he have like three strands of DNA or something? Like, like he's like a, a triple helix? I think he'd run out of space. I mean, technically, uh, here's the thing. I do know a lot of mutants have gotten secondary mutations. And that's something that's been happening for a while now. It's kind of like, you know, okay, so every now and then somebody pops up with a, a new power. Um, Wolverine's mutant power is his healing ability. And and so te- technically, that's the only mutant power. Well, no, I guess that's not true because he has and the claws. The but, claws and uh, and uh, heightened senses. Yeah, he has the heightened senses, and he has he has bone claws, right? Yeah, the claws used to not be a power, but yeah, right. He has bone claws, right? So, but now, with with his return from the dead, apparently his claws are going to be able to heat up, and so he's going to have fucking Disney smoking hot claws. <laughs> Disney gave him lightsaber claws. <laughs> lightsaber claws oh Shrek that's, that's fucking retarded Larry like I'm I'm, I'm so glad I didn't read the article because I would have thrown my phone out the fucking car window I haven't seen any pictures of, of that like, I already know what it looks like it looks like that shitty Disney variant back in the day when they did the Tron shit and he had those glowing claws yeah yeah you're probably right oh fuck it you know what I'm burning my copy of Mystery of Madripoor. Because <laughs> I read the article and it said it, 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 it acknowledged Charles Sewell's, you know, superstar writer Charles Sewell, uh, fucking his Death of Wolverine arc and then completing his trilogy, The Return of Wolverine, that's going to answer the questions in The Hunt for Wolverine. So it means if you're reading Hunt for Wolverine, you're a fucking idiot. Marvel, Disney think you're a fucking idiot for buying these fucking shitty ass books that we reviewed so highly last week. Because in the fucking article, they tell you, like, you're not going to get anything out of reading these shit books. And then you're going to read that one and he's going to have fucking lightsaber fucking claws. What the fuck is that shit? Well, they might not be lightsabers. They might just be hot. Look. It's still... He already cuts everything like butter. I know. They need to be fucking hot. That's fucking retarded. That's fucking slow adult. They get hot enough to glow, then they kind of look like lightsabers at that point. It's fucking (laughs) stupid. I'm so fucking annoyed. I'm so glad 
that I didn't, you know, something, when I was reading the article, once they told me that, you know, all the answers would be in the return of Wolverine, not the hunt for Wolverine, I was like, I was already annoyed. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to read this. I'm going to wait till somebody brings him up, brings it up on the show. And sure enough, it paid off. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm so, look, of course it happens to a character I like. Yeah. But you knew. You knew. It's not even going to sound like Snicked anymore. It's going to go like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, is it going to sizzle? Because it's going to cauterize once once they come out now, right? It's going to cauterize him and cauterize whoever he cuts. Yeah, that defeats the purpose because he's bled people to death. That's that's what he does. Yeah. Where's my Murasame bleed? I'm gonna cut that motherfucker once he comes back. Look, that that's your girl, uh, Shadow Cat. <coughs> yeah. Well, thanks for bumming me out at the end of the show, Larry. Where's that wrap-up music? <laughs> You're welcome. Wait, is that what we're doing? Yeah. It is that time. It is. Okay. You sure? Derek Cage, why don't you give us some final thoughts, man? Uh, Cloak and Dagger coming out uh, sometime tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, hope hopefully that's not gonna suck. It uh, looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the final the final episodes of uh, Legion uh, also coming out, so that's that, looking forward to that. And uh, everybody. They're ending that series. Uh. The this season, this this oh, the season. The season, yeah. Okay. Uh, I heard he was in Deadpool, but I haven't seen it yet. I didn't see him in Deadpool. Uh, also, uh, don't forget to keep your fingers crossed that hopefully I will become employed fairly soon. If uh, it's all up to Lawrence and his evaluation of me. <laughs> Look, hey man, I'm gonna give you a glowing evaluation. If you don't get hired, that's not on me. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> We're gonna blame you. Okay. <laughs> Oscor, final thoughts. Fuck Krypton. If you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna do a thirteen episode season, then finish the goddamn story. Don't just give me half the story where you should have just done a twenty six episode season like nor fuck. You know what? Go you go. <laughs> Stupid Krypton. <laughs> he loves it. Oscor, Oscor. I'm sorry. You, that was just you, Oz. Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. All right. So we're celebrating some birthdays. It was Oz's birthday that earlier in the week, Saturday. Amber's, Happy birthday, Amber. Amber's today. Woo. My my brother's was yesterday. Woo. And then today also, um, Ralph Stola. Passes away at age 48. 
Rastala probably doesn't mean anything to you guys. But to me, he was a guitarist for Obituary, Deicide, Iced Earth. He was an underrated guitarist, amazing talent, suffered a heart attack last week, fell into a coma. His mother unplugged him today, Jeez. and he passed away at 3.41 p.m. June 6, 2018. He was 48 years old. He was loved by many in the metal community. There's a lot of stories with him sticking up for people that were just starting out. He he had the clout of being in big bands, and he still helped dudes in little bands that played, you know, slightly different genres. There's a lot of, you know, I, I alluded to this in the, the Beelzebub segment. Um, you know, people like to hate on different metal bands when they're new, and he stuck up for people. He had people thrown out of venues just for talking shit to guys that he felt have a right to, to play and, and express themselves on stage. Uh, but yeah, Ralph Stola, rest in peace. I'm going to be listening to The Glorious Bird until I fall asleep tonight. Shred in peace, man. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, please uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Check out our Facebook. And uh, yeah. Let us know what it is like about the show. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what we need to do better. We'll take all of that into account. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. This is Fantastic Forum. And until next week, we're out. <laughs>